0: How's the weather out uh west?
1: It's kind of rainy.
0: Has it been rainy? That's what I mean, it looks like uh I'm, I'm not exactly sure where in uh the great state you're located. Uh, you don't even
1: know where I live?
0: Well, I know the town, but I don't know where the town is.
1: Southern California.
0: Southern. Okay, yeah. It, yeah. it looks like you guys might be getting some flooding or something.
1: No. 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 We're not, you know, actually our, one of our aunts, uh, uh, called me last week and asked if we were, uh, okay, because all the news coverage she's seeing is like, we are underwater and we're dying and we need supplies (laughs) and I'm like, no, that's not us. So we're not that far South. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. You
1: guys aren't getting rain, right? You're not getting snow. You're not getting anything.
0: No, we did get a little more snow, but it's almost all gone now. Oh, yeah.
1: That's good.
0: Yep. That is true. Uh, looking forward to some warmer weather. I, I kind of like the uh, light winter. I'm not going to lie.
1: Mm.
2: Saves on the heating bills.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think if I were back home, I would want a real winter.
0: Mm. Well, you can just go ahead and stay where you're at because I don't <laughs> want a
1: real <laughs> winter.
2: We can always go out and buy a piece of sheetrock and grind it up for you.
0: Hmm.
2: Oh, yeah, there you go.
1: What? What does that
2: do? Yeah, it makes it's
0: white fake, white powder. Yeah, it makes makes uh, fake snow.
1: Oh, okay, didn't know.
0: A- and a heck of a mess. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah. Uh so what's what's new with everybody? I will be honest with you, I don't really have anything new. I've been working my rear off. I've got enough projects going on.
2: So have I. I've been working really hard too.
1: Sure, you have that. Mm, <laughs> but have you? Ya- I was wait. I was working hard for that.
2: or hardly working? Hardly working. Mhm. No. no. uh no, I went to um another so-called jam session at the airport. Oh, wow, yeah. uh, uh, was that just north of you? Yes. Uh yeah, we um we were doing some old country songs, uh, basically um Merle Haggard songs, real old ones with an acoustic guitar. I did bring did bring the acoustic guitar that both of you gave me for Christmas. cool yeah and played that uh didn't get anything thrown at me so i must have been doing pretty good
1: (laughs) no tomatoes (laughs) no tomatoes or fruit (laughs) or anything like
2: that that's good so yeah and um basically just a lot of easy stuff it was basically the chords were c g and sometimes f no
0: f is not an easy chord that's why they call it the f chord (laughs) uh yeah probably (laughs) (laughs) that's that's probably the hardest chord I have ever had to get over. You know, like I can, I can get the F chord. I just have trouble getting to it.
2: Yeah. Well, he was using, uh, he, okay. The other guy, this guy, BJ, that's his name. Uh, Bob is his first name. He, uh, was using the open cowboy chords, you know, playing the, playing the C and the G and the F and, and I was using old bar chords, so. Yeah, I was gonna say
0: yeah. I I learned the F as a bar chord,
2: where the, yeah, where it's the just, first
0: fret is barred. And...
2: Yeah, I was just trying to sound a little different, like compliment him a little bit, you know, compliment what he was doing, because he was singing the songs, so, which was pretty interesting, and mm-hmm. you know, they're old cowboy type songs, so. But well, sounds then, like uh, you're having fun, like you're into it. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. It's not too bad, and then Jim was playing the bass, and he, oh, tr- I, I should say trying to play the bass. He's learning, but uh, he's getting a hold of it. Yeah. It's coming along slowly but surely. That's what everybody
0: does. But somehow, and I, I want to know your secrets. So tell me, tell our listeners, even though uh, they're all family. How do you convince your spouse that you need another guitar? Uh,
2: Well, it, it's a long story.
1: <laughs> you, promise the, her, I, you promise her a trip to the quilt shop. I did. <laughs> in town.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I promised her a long arm sewing machine. <laughs> so, no, uh, no, what uh, happened was, is that uh, I put out, this was quite a while ago, I put out a thing out uh, at, a, you know, Guitar Box down there, because I know a lot of people down there, and um, I just wanted to know if they could, I was always looking for a Butterscotch Telecaster. I've never had a Telecaster before. So, um, I got a call from the, one of the guys down there saying, Hey, we got something in stock. You got to come down and look at it. Matter of fact, I think I was, this was on Monday and I think Tim, I was talking to you during the week. I was asking you about telecasters and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I went down, you know, so then I was like, yeah, I was going to call him back and say, pass on it. But then they had it hanging up on the very, very top shelf of the establishment and some guy came in and wanted to look at it and he was interested in buying it, but they told him I had first dibs on it. So they texted, they didn't text me. They emailed me. And so Saturday, I'm sorry. Yeah. Saturday. No, Sunday. No, Saturday. I ran down there and, um, picked it up. Yeah. And it's so, a full blown
0: fender. You went, you went
2: all out.
0: Yeah. Bumper
2: fender bumper. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, it looks uh, very similar to mine, except mine
2: is a uh, Squire. Right, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, you know. And, and... Actually, here's here's what here's what sold me on it. Not that, I, you know, the thing is is that I got a good buy on it. First of all, right, good deal on it. The second thing I got was uh, I liked Fender is now on. Well, even on some of the Squires, they're doing what they call like. Remember that. Remember that guitar you just got recently, Tim. Yeah, that, the uh, uh, was it the is it the fortieth anniversary or the 75th? right Squire? Uh, yeah, the yeah, Squire. Well, yeah, they 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 rolled the fingerboard. You know, the edges of the fingerboard, they roll them so it's nice and easy on your hands and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, they did the same thing on this thing, and I was, and I was like, wow, this is really good. This is really nice. So I sort of fell in love with it right away. So yeah, that'll happen. Like I... Like I need another one. Yeah, it looks tonight. pretty sharp. Yeah, and you yeah. can go to gigs now and uh, throw in some Chris Stapleton riffs. Yeah, there you go. Well, actually, you want to know something? The Telecaster is used for. I mean, look at it's been used in rock. I mean, a lot of players use the Telecaster. Oh yeah, I mean, it's in rock. It's in blues. It's all over the place. It's are are you... there any metal players using a
0: Telecaster?
1: I don't. Um, I have no idea. Me. <laughs> Are you asking me? Oh,
0: well, yeah, but anybody.
1: Well, BB King used one.
0: Yeah, well, but
2: he was like heavy metal.
1: Okay, that's true. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Well,
2: I you know the thing is what I mean if you want to get go that route, I mean look at Albert King. He used a flying V. Oh yeah.
1: And oh yeah. People yeah. People, all,
2: people all the time used to come out and they're like, well, what is a metal player doing out here on a blues stage? And he actually played blues.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, that makes a little bit more
0: sense, you know, than like, you know, again, you look at the guitar and you're like, oh, that's a metal guitar. That's a blues guitar. That's, but it, in all reality, it can be any genre you want it to be.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Mm. Right. Actually, you want to know something? There are, uh, I'm just looking up, uh, I just GTS'd it and there's a bunch of stuff out here. There's uh, a lot of companies that, uh, like ESP makes a, a sort of a similar telly for metal. I mean, there's a bunch of them. I'm really surprised. Interesting. Well, you
1: sent pictures to our group chat, and of course, I zoomed in right. and I was like, <laughs> "It's super scratched up. Why would you oh, get yeah, that? Yeah. Why would you buy it? It's like super scratched up." And then Dad's like, "Where? Where?" And he kept texting, <laughs> right. and I was like, "I was like zooming into the picture, taking a screenshot, and circling in red everywhere where it appeared to be." scratched
0: right. yeah. yes i just then, sat back and enjoyed that conversation i was like <laughs> i know what you're doing i know what's going on
1: well no i wasn't trying to be negative but eventually i found out it's like the plastic it's like the removable plastic yeah mm-hmm. they have on there so yeah yes. so that makes it's a
2: sense. it's a covering so that um it doesn't so
1: it doesn't get scratched yeah
2: it doesn't get scratched yeah. yeah yeah until you take it Why off that?
1: play
0: it and then it gets
2: scratched
1: right, right. but i didn't know well, if it was used or if it was brand new so i was like it's uh, brand new okay
2: Yeah, and uh, I just found out on, I just GTS'd this, and I found out uh, there are five good reasons to use a Telecaster for metal.
1: Oh, really? (laughs) There's actually an article out there.
0: Yeah. 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 People get paid good money just to create catchy titles, and then you read through it, and you're like, eh, okay. Yeah.
1: Well, they're mostly filled with links anyway, affiliate ads and... Yeah, all
0: that nonsense that you have to go through. And this yeah, is there's a guy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that it's true. You know, it, it's all advertising and market. It's 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 clickbait,
2: is what it is. Right, right, right. I did find this guy. What's his name here? Uh, something. His last name is Root. Jim Root.
1: Oh, Slipknot. Uh, ooh,
2: oh, is ooh. it really? Oh, yeah, that's right. He, an a- Iowa-based band.
1: There you go.
2: Um, he yeah, plays Jim a Root. Yeah, he plays a telecaster. He's got the EMG 81s and and 60 active pickups on it. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, so, okay. Well, the active, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, look at look at Keith Richards. You know, here, well, here's the thing. Reason why I bought it is look at Keith Richards. He's I mean, I'd he's rather like not. Nine, he he's like nine hundred like, years old. He looks
0: old. like a bag of bananas left out in the sun for way too long.
2: <laughs> right, but but if if I grow that old because I play a Telecaster, great. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the fountain of music, youth, right yes, there. Yes, there you go. All right, all right. I'm gonna play some intro music. There you go. All right. I gotta find it. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite chaotic guitar podcast or pandemic guitar podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Tim. I'm doing just fine right here on microphone number one. As always, we're going to put him on microphone number two. That's Rick. We know him as our guitar dad. Rick, how are you doing? Not too bad. How are you? I just said I'm doing good. Yeah. And how's Amanda? Oh, yeah. Well, she's on microphone number three. She's the reason why we're doing this. You know she's yeah, the duh. comedy.
1: <laughs> duh, yeah. I'm all right. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting kind of sick. Uh-oh. So that's not very fun. Yeah, kind of feel <laughs> a little ick.
0: Nobody. But it's kind of him. going around, isn't it? Uh yeah. It was going around. I think for just about the entire month of January, it was going around, and uh, I think it's kind of working its way out of the air around here.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, it made its way over here, unfortunately.
0: Uh, it wasn't Fine. my fault. Nope, not mine.
1: No. No.
0: I don't know how the wind blows, but it, it, it doesn't blow in your direction because we get all the uh, smoke from the forest fires out west. Yep. Oh, yeah. That is That's true. Right. Mm, yep. Well, probably
1: so. mostly from Colorado, if I were to assume. Yeah,
0: I mean, well, right? we get it from California, too, because, you know, yeah. everything yeah. just uh, seems to go east for the most part.
1: It's always yep. on fire here, so <laughs> strong possibility. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So uh this episode uh we found out this is kind of funny. Uh Dad, you you brought this up. Uh you're like, I was listening back to the podcast and you were naming off the names on the wheel. And yeah, and I'm sitting there and I'm I'm listening, and all of a sudden the wheel spins and it lands on BB King. And you're like, You didn't say BB King's name, and I'm like, what? what? He was on the
2: wheel. Yeah, I don't think he said. BB King, yeah,
0: yeah. Apparently, uh, I missed uh, saying BB King was on the wheel. Oh, and okay. I, All I, right, I just want to listen back to see if I missed somebody else or not, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, but this episode know. is our uh, wheel spin. BB King.
1: Well, yep. this was almost the episode that didn't happen
0: it, what, from the sounds what? of it, because yeah. we had
1: some we had some scheduling issues today, and uh, we we decided to go out of town. Real quick, and uh, totally kind of forgot that we had planned to record today, but also somebody (laughs) forgot to put it on the calendar uh, until we got on the road. And then I saw a pop up saying, Oh, we're recording today. I was like, Uh,
0: Yeah, sorry about that. But, you know, but dad's like, Well, I mean, it'd just be me and you. And I'm like, I'm not going to make Amanda angry. You know, we're going to figure this out.
1: because i was like oh tim's probably pissed he's probably so upset he's
0: probably so mad no I'm, i wasn't i was just like uh kind of messes up my whole schedule and i'm 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 trying to figure out how to make it work and i'm like ah and then uh dad texts me he's like i think we can do 6 and then you're like oh 6 and then i'm like once you hit once you said six forty-five, i was like i'm going downstairs and making dinner so I'm like, yeah. it's going to be closer to seven. But here we are. We pulled it off. We're going to have an amazing episode, and everybody's going to learn a little bit about an amazing musician, the great BB yep. King. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you, wanna, you was want to? Act- it was actually take kind of one? funny
1: because, yeah. Well, hold on. Okay, okay. It was actually kind of funny. Well, I wouldn't say funny. It's just kind of coincidental, I should say. We ended up going to this town uh, about an hour away. It's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And we were going to go there to go do some antiquing, walk around, da da da. We end up going there and they're having their town celebration. Uh, so it was a zoo. It was crazy. Oh, wow. So there were all of these vendors. There was, and then we walked by this guy and he was um, an artist. And he had, he was doing like uh, portraits of different famous people. And he had propped up right next to him a really, really cool portrait that he made of B.B. King. And I was like, oh. I was like, we're doing a BB King episode. <laughs> and there were so many, they, there were bands, there were like guitarists, there were acoustic guitarists sitting on the corners singing. There were bands that were really good. I'm like, oh, I should have brought my picks, but I didn't even know that they were having their town celebration. So it would have been kind of cool to hand those out about. Oh, yeah. Been good, you should good always keep
0: a few that. in your pocket anywhere you go. I yep. should. Even if you're yeah. going to the grocery store.
1: I guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Did now Did you I buy
0: know. the picture? Was it for sale?
1: It was for sale. I, I did not buy it. No. What oh. well, what was the
0: price it. tag? Did you look?
1: Uh I didn't look.
0: Oh. I'm I sure it was ridiculous.
1: But it was really good. Uh probably. It was really good though. I mean, it would have been worth it. It's a very good portrait. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah, very nice.
1: So um I did the notes on this again. Mm-hmm. again
0: I should say. <laughs> okay. Carrying the weight. Uh,
2: mm.
1: Well, here's the thing is I told I didn't even realize we were gonna be recording this week I forgot. And I ended up just doing the notes on Friday because I was supposed to be working, but I was a little like we're a little dead. <laughs> so yeah. I ended up just pulling up my notes and I had my laptop up with everything I was researching. And then I was adding it into my phone um, and just picked out some interesting things about him and his life and his upbringing. And then um, after that, I think we'll just kind of talk about his guitars, uh, which I think will be interesting because we kind of talk about the whole Lucille thing, mm-hmm. which is really interesting if you don't know about it. Uh, all right. Are we gonna jump on in?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Go. go for it. B.B. King, he was born Riley B. King in 1925 in Mississippi. Has anybody been to Mississippi?
0: Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. What's it like? Uh, as well, okay. So I went to Mississippi, uh, for Katrina relief. Oh, that's right. And yeah, it was it was not my favorite state by any means.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. It's um, you know I mean well, obviously everything was just ripped apart by a massive hurricane, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So that's issue number one. Uh. But yeah, there's just from what I remember, there's there's nothing to see. It's kind of like driving through Nebraska until you get oh. closer to the uh, to the ocean, uh, and then right. the bugs come out and you have to pull over every 10 minutes to clean your windshield. Yeah. Uh, but that was a long time ago, so it might be different now.
1: I actually found out Mississippi is one of the cheapest states to live in, and I guess that would make sense now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't know that I've been in Mississippi. Dad, have you been in Mississippi?
2: I went through it one time.
1: Okay. Right. Yeah, so well... you,
2: I, I feel like
0: you probably saw everything you need to see.
2: Yeah.
1: You know what the okay. difference
2: is between then and now? What? Oh, more bugs. Probably.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So he was first introduced to music through his church, where he met a guitar playing reverend. After the death of his mother and his grandmother, when he was 10 years old, he started playing on street corners for only dimes.
0: And when, when he was crazy. 10 years old?
1: Uh No, well,
0: I mean, okay, so the way that I look at that is, okay, cool, you're introduced to music through your church, you meet a guitar player, he's the reverend, you know, gets you into guitar, uh, but what, like, was this when you were six years old, and then you have four years under your belt, or uh, is it just one of those things where, like, the reverend was good at teaching, and it just came naturally, and you know, he's got a year or less, and he's playing music and making a couple coins on the street.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, maybe he had to do it just to like make money to live. Oh, I'm you know, sure. if his mom and his grandmother passed away. I mean, I don't, I didn't see anything about um, his father or anything like that, but, or other family, but um, I don't Maybe he just did it to just survive too.
2: Could be. Well, well, 1925, a dime was a lot of money.
1: Well. Hey, isn't that Wasn't that during the depression or was the depression in 1930? In, in the, the 30s 31. but okay. it was
2: leading up to the it was leading up to the depression.
1: Right. Okay. Uh, eventually he ended up joining uh, the famous St. John's Gospel Singers as a singer and guitarist. By the 1940s he was hitchhiking his way to Memphis to visit his cousin, who was a bluesman known as Buka White. Never Have heard of either that. of you listened to Buka White?
0: Uh oh. no, I don't think so. But you, so, so he's born in 25 and you're talking in the 40s. So he's in his 20s at this point.
1: Right. Yeah. So in his 20s, he's heading to Memphis. Uh, Buka White is that it's actually, it's actually kind of cool. Like it's kind of like old timey, bluesy. Uh, It's, it's actually really good. I can't believe you guys didn't listen to it.
2: No, I didn't. I, uh, (laughs) is it like the Delta Blues?
1: Probably. Okay. It's you know, just, like the old Mississippi? Bones. Yeah, it's just very bare bones, like him and yeah. his guitar, his acoustic guitar. But, I mean, it's definitely old. You can tell it's old. Very yeah. old-timey. Yeah. It's probably. But I didn't realize he had, like, another musician family member. So that's kind of cool that, I mean, I'm sure he had him to kind of learn the ropes from and whatnot. Um, yeah. Probably a big influence for him. Sure. I In mean, Memphis, that's, kind of, that's
0: kind of crazy, though, to be... Uh, again it's the 40s right uh Uh so what do you got like do you have buses you know like that's your major mode of transportation maybe some trains whatever but then you're going to uh make that journey leave home whatever home is you got your guitar and your boots and you're just gonna make do and get to where you want to go Yep.
1: I was trying to see how far that is from um, Mississippi.
2: It's well, always yeah. It it is.
1: No, it's only like three and a half. I guess it depends where you live in Mississippi.
0: Right. It depends well, on where you live, and then it also depends on what your method of travel is. You know, I mean, yeah. If if all you're doing is hitchhiking, I mean that that three and a half hour trip well would have been you. I'd imagine I wasn't wasn't alive back then but i don't think cars did 75 miles an hour in the 40s
1: no, no. probably not and I mean, Dad not would even... know.
2: thanks <laughs> i appreciate that
1: well i mean more than either well, of us i mean
2: i mean you got to remember also that a lot of the roads weren't even built
1: right a lot mm-hmm. of it was Foss
2: and buggy and oh well, i don't think well they were roads. But... they were they were dirt roads like Cars used. Yeah, I was hey, gonna I say was... I
1: think this is horse and buggy day. This isn't little house on the prairie. Okay. I, mean, I bet so... you there
2: was, but I mean, you
0: still got cars, you got methods of transportation.
1: But yeah. Still... So okay. So I found out exactly where he's from. So exactly where he's from to Memphis is only two hours and twenty one minutes. So it's not that not that far. Not
0: terrible, so could, but that's still I you bet could walk you it. Was... it. <laughs> yeah, you sure could. <laughs> I mean, he's in his twenties. He's probably got the stamina to do it. Right. Yeah. But
1: I mean, we're not talking, you know, small town Alabama to L.A. You yeah, know, right. we're not talking like I, I that I bet far. you it was,
0: it's. I bet you it was still at least a one-day trip.
1: Probably.
2: Okay. All
1: right. So when he finally got to Memphis, uh, he received his first big break when W.D.I.A. Radio asked him to give a weekly performance plugging a health tonic. So. I couldn't really find any more information about this. I don't know if he was like playing on his guitar, like a jingle, like drink our health tonic, you know, whatever. (laughs) I couldn't find anything on it. So I don't, I don't really know if it involved his music. I mean, it had to have, right? Cause that's when his, big.
0: Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's, yeah, it just depends. Are you doing a jingle or are you just doing a voiceover? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would assume he would have had to be playing because that's, I guess when he first got noticed.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and I just did a quick uh, little bit of Google food, too, and I just googled BB King Health Tonic. Uh, yeah, nothing.
1: Okay. Nothing. Well,
0: nothing pops up directly at me, so I'm like, uh, okay.
1: Well, by the fifties, he ended up signing his first record deal, and from there, he played uh, 342 one night stands across the country.
0: Wow. That's, That's wait, how many? 342? 342 342
1: one night stands across the country. Mm. He didn't
2: take a break. No. That is working hard.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I mean, you got to figure holidays and I mean, just the minimal holidays he probably took off. Yep. Yeah. Sleeping on the bus, getting getting out and performing
0: and just rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It uh, wasn't until 1966, when he released The Thrill is Gone, that he finally achieved success on the popular charts. From there, he made appearances on The Tonight Show and The Ed Sullivan Show, as well as he toured around the world from the Soviet Union to Japan.
0: Yep. yeah, Going from uh, just uh, doing shows in the United States to all over the world, that's a huge change, I have to imagine. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, he probably also went to larger venues because he only did small little dance halls for, you know, the very beginning of his career. Right. Yeah, everybody's got to start
0: small. Yeah. yeah. I know, I couldn't yeah. imagine, I couldn't imagine having to go to the Soviet Union or Japan to play a concert. Why? Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know. It's just weird. And maybe it's just because of the time that I, I'm growing up in where it's like, everything is dangerous and will hurt you. Nobody's your friend, you know?
1: Oh, oh. you know? is that, I wonder, is that like a thing in the family? Because I have the same thing. I wonder like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have the same mind frame, so it's like, I don't know, maybe it's a...
0: It well, it's just what the news is saying and so forth. I, I mean, there, I'm sure that back then there was issues all over the world too. Uh, right. But I don't think that, I don't think people were... Whereas educated or not educated back then, because how did, how did news get out? How did information get out to you? Newspapers and radio. Right. You know, you you didn't have uh, news on every channel and internet and all the, the opinion, like people had opinions, but the majority of people didn't have a way to get their opinions out to the masses. That's true. So.
1: That is true. Yeah, the
0: world could have been falling apart back then, uh, but nobody knew any better because uh, they didn't buy a paper or they didn't have a radio. I don't know. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Don't know.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Unlike now where we just have unlimited access to everything and everybody who can talk has an opinion on Mm -hmm. the
0: internet. Yep.
1: Um, Finally, King was inducted into the Blues Foundation Hall of Fame in 1984 and the rock and roll hall of fame in 1987. And he also received several honorary degrees and Grammy awards in his lifetime. Wow. That's kind of cool because I didn't even know that there was the blues foundation hall of fame. Yep. So I had to look into that. I thought that was interesting because I've only just ever heard of the rock and roll hall of fame.
2: Yeah, there's,
0: there's more I think blues. every I think every genre has their own little uh hall of fame in some way, shape, or form. Oh. I mean, you know, the the rock and roll hall of fame is this big thing, right? And and some people will never get some people with great talent will never get uh into the rock and roll hall of fame. So uh we want to still honor the people that had an influence. So, you know, we create, you know, the blues foundation or whatever. And that might mm-hmm. not be what it is, but you
2: yeah. know, I knew that's of the saying. two, but I don't know of any. Well, there might be one for country. I'm sure there is. Oh
0: yeah, the the Country Music Awards or the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, I them. thought
1: I thought they were like fusing together, though. Remember? We talked yeah, about it?
0: I think that I think they're trying to. I think that's what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is doing is trying to make it. Yes, it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but really it's the Music Hall of Fame. Right. You know, uh which cool, it but kind in of gets my mind.
1: You, because then you're like, wait, is he really rock and roll? Yeah. But then you think of it as it's more like a music.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. At some at some point, you're going to have to change the name to be
1: mm-hmm.
2: all
0: encompassing, especially if you're going to start bringing all the other genres in. Yeah. But this all happened uh, in the uh, 80s. 80s. So I yep. was just a young lad. Yep. Yeah. Back then, so only I, the what, only thing seven. I knew was the Beach Boys. Back then,
1: the Monkeys. Oh, monkeys. the Monkeys too! Yeah, monkeys. yeah, absolutely. Well, um, <laughs> he ended up passing away in twenty fifteen. That was the year I got married. Uh, he passed away in twenty fifteen at the age of eighty nine. So he lived a really long life.
0: Yeah, that's really, a, that's a good round number. Yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, leaving fifteen children behind. That's a lot. That's of a
2: big. That's a big number.
1: That's a lot of kids. So apparently there was a big, <laughs> That's a lot like, of kids. There was a there was a big kerfuffle about his estate um, between all fifteen kids once he passed away. So oh yeah. Should, yeah, but okay. So how many how many expected. baby
0: mamas though? Fifteen kids with one baby mama, or fifteen kids with no, like?
1: It sounded like it was
0: several baby mamas. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. See, so you're gonna have problems there.
1: Right. Oh, yep. well, I mean, he toured. You yeah, know, right? Lived a long life. Toured.
0: Yeah. Who knows? One won, won knows? several awards, got to go on some uh, late night talk shows. Influence. Mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine if you could even keep track of the amount of artists that were influenced by BB King? Like right. that's that's a huge accomplishment in its own.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting yep. you say that because that one guy that you sent us, oh gosh, what was his name?
0: Uh the artist, I...
1: the one dude you sent to us, he, he, okay. Well, getting back to being influenced, that guy was clearly influenced by Prince. You can tell he's on Prince's label. Um, you sent him to us.
0: I, you know, I've sent so many links of so many artists. I don't even know. I can't remember. Okay. It was it in text message.
1: Yeah. Huh. Let me see if I can find it.
0: Do, 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 do. Oh, hey, here it is. Oh.
1: Fantastic Negrito.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell. You can totally tell. I was like, before I even looked up about him and I listened to his music and I just looked at how he looked, like how he dressed, I was like, this guy's totally influenced by Prince. And then I found out he is influenced by Prince and he's on Prince's label.
0: I didn't know. So I didn't know about the the influence of Prince, but I didn't know uh, that he was on Prince's label. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah and that's, he's good too. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, just another artist that because I listened, I, li- I try to listen to music throughout my work day and I try to listen to new stuff. And you know, I just stumbled upon him and I was like, This stuff's pretty good.
1: Yeah. So that's why it's i funky. Sent it out. It's different.
0: Yeah. So uh dad, are you do you have any BB Keys BB King songs that you can play on your new
2: telecaster?
1: Can you play any BB King songs?
2: The thrill is gone.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
2: It's not that. It's really not that hard. Well, (laughs) right. Wow.
1: Someone like myself.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's difficult. I've got like uh, I've got like a a bag full of like six riffs. That's my limit right there. So
1: (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard you play BB King, Dad. You play a a lot of SRV. He um, does, yeah,
2: he does play a lot of SRV, Eric yeah. Clapton. Yeah, Billy can, you play,
1: can you play Layla?
2: Actually, I used to know it. I probably okay. still—if I play around with it, I probably could still get it. Oh, yeah,
1: You're
0: okay. you're asking the guy who you could literally just play a song on your phone, and sixty sure. seconds later, he's like, eh, "This is pretty close. I got it."
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, the guy who taught you how to play Mission Impossible theme. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i remember that yeah did you see the new one
0: uh no i, didn't, no, I haven't seen the new new one oh. I, there's a there comes a point where you're like i it, it's been done guy yeah yeah it's too much yeah uh-huh. so let's yeah. talk a little bit about uh some guitars here because everybody likes okay. guitars
1: yeah i mean yep. that's why we're here um, all right. So in his early days, he played um just a fender telecaster. So, dad, you know all about that. I don't yeah. think it was a butterscotch one, but
2: Oh, uh, I don't know what he had. I um I didn't even to be perfectly honest with you until I read that and then I looked it up. I didn't even know he had a telecaster.
0: Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. I've I so the next one that you're gonna mention is Gibson three three five. Uh that's the one I anytime I picture BB King, that's the one that I picture. Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yep. That is, that's the well-known one. Dad, or I felt like dad was going to say more to that, but.
2: No, no, it is, okay. it is the well, known well, the. Is it not? Three, the 355 is really the one.
1: Ah, you know what? Because. I was going to add the 355, but I thought right. that maybe it was just being dyslexic. And it meant that 335 and the 355. I thought it was just, I thought it was the same thing.
2: No, it has, <clears throat> no, it has the, um. More stuff on the – more inlay on okay. the fretboard and stuff, and the head stock is different.
1: Okay. Well, then we should add Gibson uh, 355 on there as well. Right. That's so three guitars. Yeah. This is what happens when you have me do the notes. <laughs> I don't well, – I'm just like, I don't know what I'm going to put it no, on but, there.
0: I mean, that's – uh. so is – okay, is Lucille – is that the 335 – Yes.
1: all of his Gibsons.
0: yeah. Oh, basically. So all yeah, of his Gibsons.
1: True. Yeah, so every guitar that he had after Telecaster, he named Lucille. Well, how do you
0: tell them apart if they all have the same name?
1: I don't know. I just, I, okay, well, let, let, here, I'll just go ahead and tell the story then. I'll, okay. This is a good segue. All right, the story of Lucille. Okay, I this whole time thought he had a gal that broke his heart named Lucille. And, you know, that's why he wanted to name his guitar that. Not at nope,
2: all. Nope, nope, Not nope. Not at
1: all. Much more interesting than that. Um, So in 1949, he was playing in Arkansas. Otherwise known as Arkansas.
2: Yeah, Arkansas.
1: We don't want your
0: Kansas. We have our own Kansas. It's Arkansas.
1: He was playing at a dance hall in Arkansas when a fight broke out between two men. Both men knocked over a barrel of kerosene because apparently that's how they used to heat the dance halls back in those days. Um, Knocked over a barrel of kerosene sending uh, the burning fuel across the floor which erupted into flames.
0: Scary. (laughs) After
1: after evacuating, King realized that his $30 Gibson was still in the building. $30 Gibson, first of all. Uh, So he ran back in to save it. So Later. This, oh, go, go
0: ahead. ahead. No, I was gonna say this is uh I want to say uh thirty dollars
1: in what nineteen forty nine yeah
0: so thirty dollars nineteen forty nine today uh three three hundred and eighty six sixty five.
1: Okay, I guess I could understand that then. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, and if you think about it too. He was still starting out, I guess, back then, right? 1949. So, yeah, he he probably doesn't want anything to happen to his, well, you yeah, know, his moneymaker, no, yeah. right? He Nobody... doesn't have probably a plethora of guitars to choose from. Like, I'll just grab my my other one. You know? Right. Um, $30 right. Gibson. So later, he learned that the two men who had started the fire by fighting, uh, they were fighting over a woman named Lucille. Uh, he ended up naming his guitars Lucille to remind himself never to do something as stupid as running into a burning building again and to never fight over a woman. See, <laughs> that's kind of funny.
2: I would but look at it You got to save the Gibson. <laughs> yes. That's the way I would look at it. Got to save okay. the Gibson. Or I would never leave the guitar in the place. That would be my thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's mean, you, true.
1: Yeah. I don't know. You'd, yeah, you'd think he would run out of the building with it in his hand, but, you know.
0: Well, yeah, but if he was on, like, a a, a short intermission,
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: you know, true. put his guitar on the stand, uh, ran off to, you know, take a potty break, and then all of a sudden the building goes up on fire, you might forget about your guitar true. until you get outside, and then you're like, oh, crap.
1: I'm pretty sure that's the first thing you learn, like elementary school, you know, when the firefighters come in elementary and they they do like this little thing with you to learn how to stop, drop and roll. Pretty sure that's the first thing they tell you to do is never run back into a burning building for anything, not your dog, not your Barbie doll. You don't run back in.
0: Right. Well, and you don't worry about grabbing your stuff on the way out. You just get out.
1: Right. Right. That's true. Well, I would grab my dogs. I mean, you would grab your cat, right, yeah. And cat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd be mm-hmm. I'd be trying to drag my safe back up the stairs and then I'd have to run <laughs> back in for the guitars. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that's funny. Um, yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting. I just I had no idea what the story was behind the whole name of the Lucille thing.
2: I didn't either. Yeah, it he likes
1: the soul ball like me. I don't know,
2: (laughs) right? That's like, I love Lucy so
0: much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, 1949, I guess she probably wouldn't have been a thing yet, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Not a bad story, to be honest with you. No, um, and just a couple things that I found that were kind of interesting Baby King's Gibson custom Lucille is currently sells for around 7K. Have you guys looked it up?
2: N- no. Take a, a peek at it. Yeah, I did. Um, it's yeah, I think it's more like about nine k. But
1: um, well, I was looking at Street Puddle. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I found on Street Puddle.
2: And that's what they said on Street Puddle. Is yeah, seven k. Yeah. Just under
1: seven k. Yeah. Okay. I,
2: I seen. I seen one. I just looked at one just a little while ago, and it was eight. It was nine k. Eight five.
1: Really? But, well, yeah. maybe they vary. Maybe there's different. Well,
2: yeah, there's different. There's different things, different, um, you know, customizations done to them.
1: Is a BB King uh, Gibson custom Lucille on your list, Dad, or not necessarily? No, I'm not. I'm not
2: really into the the 335
1: or the 355s. Okay. How about you, Tim?
0: <laughs> uh so let's just say that I won the lottery, and I'm on the phone with Sam, right? Because I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> Uh, no I don't yeah. think that I would drop 7k on a Gibson there's just really? yeah there's just nothing wrong with Gibson and I don't I don't think I've ever played a Gibson it's just it's is kind that your of cup of tea huh
1: is that your cup of tea
0: yeah it's I mean for me it's like uh Gibson's kind of like Gibson to me is kind of like the Nike of shoes it's 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 a brand. And okay. really, there's a lot of other products out there that are just as good, not if not better, for a
2: fraction of the cost. Yeah,
1: interesting, Dad. Well, what is I go your back. rebuttal?
2: Okay, well, <laughs> I go to the. I don't really have a rebuttal on it, but I look at uh, what um, uh, Momstein said about it. Ingve <laughs> Momstein. <laughs> wait, wait, you hold on. obsessed
1: with that dude.
2: Yeah, well, look, and he's. Basically- I thought I
0: thought you were calling Mom Ingve Momstein. No. <laughs> no. Like, no, I have to get no. this purchase approved through Ingve
2: Momstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mob boss. <laughs> no, the uh, no. Uh, he always he always. They asked him why does he always play a Fender Stratocaster and not a Gibson, and he says Gibson's like fine furniture. Yeah, I could see that. I, I mean, what? If, yeah. Okay. Uh.
0: It, yeah. If if you bought a thousand dollar couch, you're gonna use it like a couch. But if you right. spent twenty thousand dollars on a couch, you're gonna be like, "Don't sit on that until I deem you special." Right.
1: <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah you know, you don't, you don't let your
0: dog jump up on your on your twenty thousand dollar couch. Yeah.
1: Mm. I got it.
2: Yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, I do have a i I do have a um, a fail. I got a few good, nice Gibson's, and um, I don't even I I won't take them to a gig or anything like that. So I very rarely take them out. I just tune them up every once in a while, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I have my like. I would
0: like to get another acoustic because I have the Tim Armstrong uh, Hellcat Anniversary Edition. Right. I don't want to take the chance of anything happening to that. So I'm not going to take it out anywhere. Um, So I wouldn't mind getting another acoustic, something a little bit more affordable uh, that, I'll take it out, you know. Maybe yeah. maybe take a trip uh, up north and uh, throw in a D chord uh,
2: on the jam session. I don't know, like trip you all up. Yeah,
1: right. do
2: well that's it. well you know that's the thing here is that's why the cheaper guitars are so appealing because you know you're you're sitting somewhere and you're playing you're jamming with a bunch of people and you have a Gibson on a guitar stand and it falls over and the next snaps right you know cracks. I mean in that, now you're looking at big bucks to have it fixed, you know. I mean with anything. Even if you uh look at look at even a telecaster, you can go out and spend three thousand dollars or seven thousand dollars on a telecaster. Sure. And if you smack it into an amp, that's it. Yeah. You know?
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean I think you know, uh if you can get a really nice guitar for five hundred or under. And if, right. if you Bump it and get a dent in the paint or a chip. Eh. Now, I mean, it's character at that point. You know, you right. m- you might you might get a little upset at first, but it's just character. You know, whatever. But yeah, if it was right. a seven thousand dollar guitar, no, that that's like to me, that's something that now I have to buy a case, like a display case for. I have to pay an extra extra money to energy to light it up. You know, it's
1: meant to be played
0: right yeah i I get it well but i told you if i was a full-time musician my mentality would be much different than as somebody who is still like what i'm four years into learning and i'm still super novice i can't justify seven thousand dollars on a guitar
2: right Right. yeah well let me give you an example when i purchased the um telecaster yesterday the uh Scott, who works at uh, Guitar Box there, he says to me, he says, Oh, you, he says, you want a really nice case for it? You know, I, he says, I got a hard shell tweed. It's 150 bucks. And I said, Uh, hell no. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I, I I said, just, just a gig bag. And he's like, I said, I said, the guitar is going to become the Telecaster I bought, it's going to become a workhorse. So I'll be playing it a lot, basically. Right. You know,
1: how much was it? Can you tell us?
2: Uh I got a good deal on it.
1: Okay, well that's how <laughs> it always starts. I,
2: I don't want to say anything just in case somebody's okay.
1: you know can they... you say like more than this but less than this?
2: Okay, more than a uh more than a dollar <laughs> and less than a million.
1: Okay, that doesn't that's, that's fair. fair.
2: That's fair. Yeah. You know
1: two against one.
2: Yeah. No, you'll have that.
0: Uh so anything else to yeah. add?
1: And yeah they're,
2: I, they're, go, ahead. go ahead no i was just gonna say the, the people at guitar bucks uh they really don't uh, want me to discuss a lot of stuff like that oh yeah i mean not you have
1: to sign an nda
2: no i just respect their you know because i see all the time you know there's people that put on you know they post on a a lot of the nets and stuff that they say hey on the forums i should say that hey i walked in there they don't do nothing they don't give any deals they don't do well yeah but i i know these guys a long time and you know they know me it's a little different you know yeah there's a little
0: that's a valid point when you you establish relationships with people and you know over time you can work deals and so on so forth that if other people yeah. were to randomly just be like, oh, well, wait a second. I heard on this podcast or I saw on this forum that you're giving, uh, this guitar out for this price, it just creates a big headache and then they can no longer do specials for their special customers.
2: Right. You know, I mean, I'll give you a perfect example. There's another place in town, a Mon shop and, uh, it's still around. And, uh, I did a lot of web work for the guy, you know, probably about a week and a half straightening out stuff. He had a lot of problems with the links and stuff so i fixed it all for him and um he turned around and he he asked me what i wanted and i said guitar so uh, he says I, gibson huh seven thousand no. dollar gibson i wish no he came, he came he had this he pulled out of this thing it was a it was a white guitar it was a Chevelle. uh charvel i should say and um matter of fact I you've seen it tim and you've yeah. seen it amanda mm-hmm. yeah and I, I mean, that guitar is worth 1800 bucks, but I basically paid less than $75 out of my pocket for it.
0: Well, yeah, It was all the trade, work I did. But yeah, you traded labor for yeah, a product yeah. instead of taking right. the cash option, and he probably yep. saved himself some money by doing that.
2: Oh, absolutely, but that's what hmm. I'm saying. That's, you know, that's what happens in a lot of my instances is I help people with different things and, you know, so you
1: scratched their back.
2: They scratch, scratch yeah. your back. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I get so,
1: it. All right. You know, I, get, I didn't realize I get, that. Sorry. I
2: get, I, get, I get some pretty good deals like that. Not, not all the time. I used to get a lot more a little, long time ago, but you know. Yeah. He
0: gets such good deals that when I walk in, they're like, oh, "That's Rick's son. ignore him." <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you re- do you remember that Stratocaster, uh, your first Stratocaster? You yeah. There? The, that, the, the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? How much was it? And what did I? I got what? Seventy-five or? Well, yeah. I I don't know what the
0: story goes. uh, This was, I believe, it was uh, right at the beginning of the year twenty twenty. Right. I I had cash in my pocket, and I went uh, to Guitar Box, and I'm and then not a lot of cash in my pocket. I'm looking for my first starter guitar. Uh, Looking back at it now, probably not worth it. Uh, but I found one that I liked and I spent right. like an hour and a half there and I didn't even get acknowledged. So I'm like, all right, cool. Right. So I left, I called you and then told you the story. And the next day you call me, you're like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, no, oh, nothing, just sitting home. I'm like, hey, meet me at box. Okay, sure. I go there. And I think the shelf price was $135. Yeah. And I think... I think I walked out uh, I want to say like eighty-eight dollars. Yeah. Something, something like that. It was yeah. um, but they're not they're not losing any money at $88 on that. I mean, it's literally no. the Fender's lowest of the low end guitars.
2: Yeah. And plus the thing is, is it was probably, you know, it was I don't I don't remember what the tag said. It was probably old stock, you sure, know, new yeah. year. New year coming in, they sell, they want to get rid of it. You know, that, that, everything they have on their wall costs a lot of money. That shelf space costs a lot of money and they got mm-hmm. to keep moving instruments, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, I and mean, I sometimes think, you can, yeah. And can I it.
0: think that was part of it too, is because you, you have those relationships with those people and oh. they, they, they let, they allowed a sale to walk out of the store by simply, yep not acknowledging like not saying hey uh welcome to the shop uh you're number three in line I'll be right with you you know right. yeah. that I would have been like oh, okay cool I'll walk around but instead not a single like I was not there so you got to kind of make up for that in my yeah, opinion.
1: yeah. that makes sense Okay.
2: Enough said on that subject.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh we're way off subject, actually. Uh let's see. What do we got coming up? I think Well, this... hold on.
1: I have one more thing about BB King. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. So in twenty nineteen, a guitar given to him for his eightieth birthday sold for auction at twenty for twenty eight thousand dollars. Or gosh, two hundred and eighty thousand dollars. That
2: makes more say. sense. Had...
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually was kind of surprised. I figured it'd be more than that, but uh... I-, I don't know. I mean because the most expensive guitar I ever sold at auction was uh kurt cobain's guitar yeah. obviously right.
0: but it all but depends that was... on the time and the availability and who you got with money uh looking for it
2: yeah but the key word here is the guitar was given to bbk
1: oh right so he may not have even played it but,
2: or he might have played it once and that was it but the thing is is that the r- real lucille that he always played is probably worth quite a bit of money.
1: True, yeah. I didn't say anything about say anything about that, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good point because when he received it, he was 80, and then he passed away nine years later. So, really, at that point in his life, I mean, who knows how much guitar playing he was actually doing? So, yeah, I don't know. Really you never know. One. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So all right, upcoming.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think so. I think the next episode comes out. Uh, what march 7th? Yes. Yeah, I think it's March 7th uh and is now I, now I feel like I have to google this. Is so yes, okay. So March is Women's History Month.
1: Women's, yes. Okay.
0: Yes, I, I wanted to that. google it before I said it. I made that mistake once. So I think our next episode is going going to be female guitarists? Yeah. Okay.
1: Or we could do the whole month. Is what well. it's only two episodes.
0: Yeah, it's only two episodes. We'll just yeah. do the whole month. We'll pick some uh, female artists and we'll uh, we'll have some conversation
2: about them.
1: Okay, yeah,
2: there's a there's a bunch of them we'll out there that are do really some good exposure.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So, sounds good.
2: All right. Uh All right. well,
1: why
0: don't you get us out of here, Amanda?
1: Okay, yep. I guess. All right. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Pandemic Guitar Podcast. Da! Hopefully, you enjoyed it as much as we did. And that was a whole lot guys right heck yeah just me all yep, right yep, crickets yep. let us know what you thought by reaching out to us on instagram at pandemic guitar by email pandemic icloud.com and also on facebook until next time keep on playing or don't we won't tell. woo.
2: all right Woo-woo. see everybody in two weeks mic drop yep. see ya yep bye-bye take care bye-bye. everybody